Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. Hosted by Bo Machanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. And I am Bo Marchand, joined with Coach Perry as we head into week three of this young football season. But we have a lot to talk about after the Red Dragons earned their first win over Alliance 1916. A lot to get to, and I'm excited to talk to Coach as always. But with that said, Coach, congratulations on the first win of the season. I'm sure you had to be happy with the play of that sophomore quarterback, and you guys got some points from the board, and you got that first victory of the season. Yeah, it was a, you know, a great night, as we just talked about. Um, so similar to us being up there two years ago, I think our kids like that atmosphere. You know, Mountain Union, obviously, it's a first-class operation. Uh, you know, get on the charter bus. So, you know, sort of theme we, we brought into that is what a great night it is to be a Red Dragon. You know, playing a, playing a school that our school has history with, and uh, – you know, like I said, being sport a little bit, how we travel and get to play in a great stadium. It's just a cool night for our kids, and, and, and you know, they embraced it. And another thrilling game, I mean, it came down to the last play. They threw one into the end zone. We were able to bat it away. And uh, they always feel a lot better when you come out on the top. You know, good games that you lose aren't good games. Yeah, and it, it, and it shows you how, I mean, how uh, football is a game of inches. I mean, week one, you guys had a chance a last drive to possibly win that game. And they had a chance to possibly upset you guys. And it just shows you that every play, everything counts when it comes to putting that W on the board. Yeah, so we, we go up. Uh, we get the ball back with five minutes left. We're down. And uh, you got a young sophomore quarterback in there. So you're like, okay, well, we're going to find out what this is all about. Great drive down the field. We score with about two minutes left. You're thinking, okay, we should be in good shape here. We tried to squib the ball. You know, uh, I don't know if, if anyone was watching thought maybe we were trying to onside it. We certainly weren't. Uh, we tried to squib it, and the kid in the front line just reached. I've never seen it before. Just reached out and nabbed the ball. And next thing you know, they got the ball at the 50 with two minutes left. Now now you're, you're sort of behind it. Um, I know we've talked about this before, but we do a drill called Irene where it's just basically like you're in a situation you expect to be in. Now get out of it. So that was an Irene moment for us. And to be able to, uh, you know, we've got a key stack there with about 13 seconds left. Uh, hats off to them. They were able to hurry back and get one more play off. But, uh, you know, our kids, are, you know, new situation, understand. We practice end of the game, one last play in the end zone. It's something we practice every week. And we were able to execute our prevent there. And, uh, you know, that point's pandemonium, uh, a lot of fun, uh, you know, everybody hugging everybody and uh, just a great night for us. And it was, and you know, I, let's start with uh, Chris Rojar. I mean, sophomore, and we mentioned week one. I mean, this kid's thrown to the fire week one. You said he hasn't had a snap since summertime, since the Mark Carmel Festival basically started. And, and lo and behold, he goes 8 for 12, 139, the 105 QB rate, and even added that carry in. Um, but what was his – just take, take us through last week and getting him ready, and what was his mindset? Yeah, so first of all, I want to really applaud our coaches and, and both sides of the ball. I, I think this is, you know, any anybody um, could have hung their hat on, on our performance against Allen. I don't want to say hung their hat, but hung their head. And, uh, uh, our guys, I thought our coaching staff worked as hard as I've seen them work. Uh, our offensive coaches uh, working with 
crisp to get him ready, finding, you know, tailoring the offense and things he do well. And then Andrew Huffman. Andrew, you know, was out with the concussion, obviously, uh, but stood next to Chris the entire time. What, what a great uh, example of leadership, knowing he wasn't going to play, helping his teammate get ready. Uh, awesome stuff there. And, you know, from Chris's standpoint, um, composed, but you never know until, you know, that's a late throw. It was one thing to go into Howland and not knowing you're going to be in. Okay, I'm playing. <laughs> but having a whole week to think about it, how's he going to react? And, uh, uh, immediately, first drive, takes it down the field to score. Had some misfires in the red zone. We had a ball snapped over his head on the inch line. You know, a lot of people say, why are you in shotgun on the inch line, which I understand that sentiment. It's because we only had so much time to do to get ready. He hadn't taken snaps under center, you know, and that, that's obviously something that, uh, that you need to work on. I can assure you that he has now as of today, but we didn't feel comfortable there. So, I mean, really, I, I think we only punted a time or two in the in the game. Um, and uh, Chris really he just kind of played within himself and I thought was composed the whole night. And that was the, the biggest thing. And I, and I thought our coaches put him in, in great spots. And then looking at that stat line, 8 for 12 from a, a sophomore for 139 yards uh, and two huge passes on our last drive to get down there to score. And our receivers made great plays on both of those. So, uh, you know, he ended up. Uh, might as well just say it now. Here, Bo, you didn't ask, but he ended up being that State Farm uh, Game Ball Award winner because of uh, we just felt that you know he did everything we asked him to do and uh, did a great job in his first start at quarterback. Yeah, fantastic job, and, and him to earn that accolade and getting that Brandon Miller State Farm football. Uh, it's, a, it's an exciting time for them, and, and, and we don't want to write this season off, and we don't want to write Huffman off, but thinking that you have a young quarterback that showed some promise as a sophomore, and Antoine Gardner goes for 189, another sophomore. As a coach, I mean, just looking ahead on the horizon, it's always nice to know that you got talent, hopefully, in the arsenal for years to come. Yeah, and again, though, we go back to what did we talk about, you know, early on is how, how quick can we get these sophomores to develop. Yeah. You know, and two, we saw the big jump from week one to week two, and I think all those guys, Nathan Coons, Sophomore came up, made a big catch on that last drive. Uh, you know, he played well against Howland before he went out for an injury. Uh, Joe Smith, another sophomore that's been there, uh, you know, uh, playing a lot for us on both sides of the ball. Joe did a tremendous job walking from the fullback position. Uh, you know, Antoine owes him a couple helmet stickers if he gets them because Joe really opened up some holes for him. And, of course, Antoine, it doesn't feel like he's a sophomore because he played a lot as a freshman. But, uh, you know, he had a huge night. Uh, probably had a little bit too many carries with 35, you know, mid to high 20s is more like it. But, uh, you know, we needed that bell cow to keep the ball away from because their offense was good. So, yeah. you know, Antoine, I think he had three touchdowns as well. So, yep. yeah, it, it, it is nice to know that, that that's the case. But uh, there was a lot of seniors and juniors in there uh, making plays around him. So, uh, just a great team effort. Awesome. Once again, you're listening to Miles McKinley Red. Red Dragon Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located here in Niles, Ohio, and also the hungry man of the game. And uh, Permanis always gives their gift certificates to the players as well. And uh, I have to actually go get those uh, tonight. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to be grabbing those tonight. And 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 now, and, and we either talk about positive things or negative coaching. But you know, from week one to week two, I mean, how much of the game plan? Because you know, you're the coach. You see all the films. You break down the plays. People are just in the stands. They might want to see this or that. But, I mean, how happy were you with just week one's performance and with the loss 
but week two performance went to win. How much of a difference was there? Even though well, you here, here's here's what here's the difference is the kids show up the day after with the attitude that they want to get better. Okay, and again, like I said, told you, coaches or players, we get a hang our head because we didn't perform well for Howard. But if the mindset is we're going to, this is not going to happen again. Uh, there's no shame in losing football games. I, I know people might not want to hear that from me, uh, but to me there isn't. There's shame in, in if you're not working harder to get better and you're not providing great effort all the time. So that to me that that's what they're, they're the same kids. I mean, there there weren't there, as much as I'm proud of our coaches. There was no secret. Boy, we we got them at these trick plays. It was execution. <laughs> I think as coaches we learn a little bit. You know, I think maybe knowing that Chris was young and we had to tailor things more to him, maybe we should have done a little bit more of that for Andrew rather than giving him, you know, maybe the playbook was too big there. Um, so, you know, lessons learned on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, I thought, you know, our defensive coaches, I mean, Alliance really had some nice athletes. They have some Division One, with their right tackles on Boston College. I mean, they had some players. And, uh, you know, it wasn't pretty. We had more missed tackles than we liked, but uh, – you know, we didn't give up our first touchdown for the third quarter of this game. That's seven quarters we started the season out with no touchdown. That's pretty cool. So, um, you know, and, and quite where we need to be. We need to be good on defense. And uh, I thought Coach Bear, Coach Kemp, and the, and the other coaches, Coach Catron, Coach Ulrich, Coach Marsico, did an outstanding job. There was nothing that Alliance threw at us that we hadn't repped in practice. So just, just really proud of our coach. And and I forgot to ask this week one, but why, well, I remembered here in week two, and we did this last year. I mean, uh, what was the play that you want to pat yourself on the back about, Coach? And what's that play where you kind of want to kick yourself in the, being, in the back side? Yeah. Um, well, let's go back there a little bit. I think the one we'll kick ourselves on is the snap over the head on the, on the inch line. But that, that's not necessarily a call. It was a lack of preparation. But a lack of preparation, like I told you, because we had a, we had a sophomore quarterback. Right. Uh, you know that's it. That I'll tell you, I gotta, I gotta hand this one over to PK. We're, we're on that last drive. There's five minutes left. It's, I think it's second and eight, and uh, we called a pass play, which had a shallow concept and a deep concept in there. Now, man, I don't know about that because if we miss third and eight, there's not that much time left in the game. And uh, I said, okay, well, we're probably gonna hit the out. Look like we had the out here. Well, Chris, you know, being a sophomore, you like this matchup going deep. And uh, one thing you learn as a coach, trust your players. I mean, he steps up in the pocket, he launches it deep, and boots boxes his kid out, and we, we catch about a 25-yard pass there. And, uh, you know, that got that drive rolling. Now, there's a play we tried two times early in the game, and we one time we had the wrong read by the quarterback. The second time we had the wrong route by the receiver. And they were like, should we call it again? And one of the coaches, I think it was Coach Leonard, said third time to charm, Coach. So we're like, yep, dial it up. It was the second big pass play on there, and Colton Christopher catches the ball across the middle for about another 25-yard gain. I think we scored two, three plays later. So those two pass plays uh, from our offensive coaching staff, dialing those up, I, I think those are the ones that I'm really proud of. So, and mostly proud of our players. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I, you know, watching the, the you know, on, the, on huddle getting these plays, I mean, Seems like you know, like uh, you know, I like I know he was uh, hungry, you know, with the, the reception wise. But it just seems like he's an active kid. Colton Christopher, um, Nate Coots, uh, Noah Durr. I mean, and yeah, those kids just not kind of seem they they play with the pulse. You know, I you know those are some of the secondary yeah, guys. Colton looked a step faster than, than both teams out there. I thought um, 
You know, I, we, you and I talked about it, Bill, but I don't know if, if we said it officially on the podcast, but Colton did win the Hungry Man, yep. uh, Hungry Sandwich, uh, uh, from Manny. Uh, he led us in tackles on defense and, uh, you know, was very active in the passing game. Uh, we had a couple jet sweeps. Uh, he had a couple big games there. Uh, 73. Yep, yeah. off of the RPO, which he has to know when when to activate on those kind of things. So great night for him. And I'll tell you, he needs a sandwich because it was hot. <laughs> and he puked everything he had out of his body about four times on the sideline. So get him the sandwich, get the nutrients back in. Colton should be ready to rock. Yeah. And I saw him when I was walking in. I wanted to uh, tell him good game, but I wasn't sure. I, I got I had number five and number ten. So number I messed up, but we're good on that. Um, Coach, let's give a preview. You guys got East this week. I believe they're one and one as well. Um, what do they bring to you guys that you're going to kind of have to counter and, and, and get that victory? So um, we didn't play them last year because of COVID. I know it's like a league schedule, but uh, two years ago we beat them in a very hard-fought game. It was a defensive battle. And then uh, the year before, they beat us, but I was one of those where I thought we were turning the corner. We played really well at Calcutney. Just uh, expecting, again, a hard-fought battle from them. Their kids play extremely tough. Uh, You know, they they took it on the chin, the hardening, uh, last week, but you probably take it on the chin to Harding, too, if I'm, if I'm being honest, you know. So, uh, you know, it uh, should be a fun night for our kids. Uh, I know we're celebrating the anniversary, 60th anniversary of our 1961 state championship team. I think there's going to be some mention of that. And it's always cool when you get to play in the, in the shadow of that tradition that we have here tonight. So, uh, hopefully we have a nice turnout for the game. The weather looks good, and uh should be a good night for now football. Awesome. And now we're going to move on to the uh, featured Red Dragons player. Coach, who do we got? Who, yeah. Brad, uh, Brad Isabel is going to be coming in there watching film, but I, I think he's now. And uh, Brad's one of our senior captains, plays off the top, and see who's starting there for us and uh, playing on defense. I don't think he had too many plays off. He's probably still exhausted from the game, but uh, he's exactly what we love out of our football players. He's a representation of what we want to represent. Nice. Now, is he excited that he gets out of out of watching film, or do you think he's a guy that wants is going to be mad that he has to come sit with me? No, Brad's playing. You never know. Uh, you never know what he's thinking, but uh, he does whatever is asked of him. That's what I can tell you. That's that's what's awesome. Uh, you know, he's one of our as you know, Bo. He's one of our weight room warriors. So as soon as we're done in here on the podcast, I'm sure he's going to start lifting weights. So uh, Brad's just just a great great kid. Excellent, excellent stuff. Thanks again, Coach, and uh, good luck to you and the team against uh, East this week. And, uh, again, you guys know the drill. Um, Apple Music, Spotify, Blog Talk Radio, if you type in the NFL Draft Blast, um, you'll sign all these Miles McKinley Red Dragon episodes. And I always mention Apple because you can uh, fast-forward, rewind a lot quicker um, on that format rather than Blog Talk where it just kind of gives you the single playthrough. But, again, you can download, listen to them at your leisure, and find a little bit more about the players that are here playing for the Niles Red Dragons and some of coaches thoughts as us and as promised here he's coming in into our high-end studio there's none other than brad isabella brad welcome to the show i can tell you right now i don't i don't want to be a, a too much of a fandom here but uh, i i love watching you play I, I i you know what it is i love any kid that just gets after it and when i see you getting after it um i there so uh where's that hunger where's that tenacity come from just I don't know, just seeing my players around me, we're all fighting together. So that's where it comes from, me and my friends fighting together. 
Where do you get the stats? Uh, like sophomore year, two years ago, I only weighed 175. <laughs> so my coach, like, I was I was a tight end, not very good at catching. Okay. Better blocking, so I figured I might go to the line. So I started, like, tracking what I ate, gained a lot of muscle and size. And I right, and right when right when coach went out to get you, you know, he says you're one of the players that, you know, one of the last players in this facility, and you'll probably be pumping iron, lifting weights, doing your thing long after a lot of these other guys have gone home. That, that's fair enough? Yeah. 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 Where's that hunger come from? I don't know. I just feel like I'm never doing enough no matter what I do. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. I'm for this. It's, it's good because it's I feel good. like I need to. Hey man, going. that's a good work habit, and that should yeah. that should last you a lifetime. I mean, if you put your, you know, if you put that kind of mindset that whatever you do, you're going to have success in life. And I think this is one of those building blocks of teaching you a lot of things that carry over to that. Um, you guys got to celebrate your first win, big win. I mean, you know, like Coach said, you go, you guys are up on the buses, probably, you know, feel you feel good, feel like something very special. You're part of it. Came down to the last play. Yeah. Nervous? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so out of breath. I was like, I wanted us to win so bad. I was just like. Uh, Take us through that huddle. What was it like? Who, is, who, who? I guess, is that last huddle, that, that series? I mean, who's the voice in that in that huddle kind of directing I mean, you guys? Definitely, definitely Chris. Pulling us together. Uh, Matt, he was, like, trying to keep the energy up with all of us. But, yeah, all of us just wanted to get it done. Maury, what do you like? What, I mean, what do you like in that huddle? I mean, because you play ferocious. Are you ferocious in the huddle? You kind of quiet. I'll be honest. I'm kind of quiet. I don't know. Like to me, I'm not the kind of guy that gets hyped up by like screaming. I'm yeah. like, it's more like internal and then. Okay. When does when do you kind of flip that switch though? Because I remember last week walking out and said hi to you. You come across as a very polite young man, but when do you start? When does that, you know, you flip it and you become this tenacious? Kid just you know I mean, hunting people down. I see the warm ups are yeah. I flip the switch. No. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not a big talker. I just do like what I need to do. Yeah. And my favorite player to see tonight, but yeah, and you know coaches were joking around. They said you should have made a tackle behind the line of scrimmage, but yeah. but you may almost week one you almost made a tackle behind the line of scrimmage, and then you got your rear upfield and you chased that ball carrier. And, and like I said, I when I when I saw that on the tape, I just said, God, that that I love that type of hustle. And those I think coaches, anyone who watches the game, really peeks in. You know, so so uh, growing up, I mean, football your favorite sport. We always like to kind of do a little rewind. I mean, I, I wasn't very athletic growing up. I was the kind of kid people were playing outside. I was inside kind of playing video games. But and then so when I told my family I wanted to play football, I didn't play seventh grade. I wasn't allowed. I convinced my mom eighth grade. Okay. Like no, no one really thought I'd do much. And then I I wanted to prove them wrong. <laughs> that's hey, that's the way to do it. Uh, video games. Uh, we, there's a lot of trash talking that goes on. Who's the best gamer? I mean, if I'll be honest, like I've played a lot when I was younger. I don't even play that much anymore. I don't have you, a lot of time. You've given, you given that up. Yeah. You're just, just solely focused on. on when I do play, it's mostly like story games and stuff. Side, I mean, do you prefer? I mean, last year I just played offense. I was okay. an offensive line. I didn't play defense. I haven't played defense really since freshman year until this oh. year. So I'm more used to, like, offense, but I'm liking, like, defense, too. Yeah, it's probably fun to get after. Yeah. You're a little bit more free to yeah. hit and tackle and do all the fun but stuff. Less, less thinking. You just react. Yeah, and, uh, and that's a good thing you just said, less thinking. That means you just react well and just and chase and chase the ball. Uh, let me ask you this question. Closest teammate, who's that guy that you kind of say, hey, this is my best bud? Then uh, he suits up with you. Probably, probably James. He goes by Jimmy, too. Jimmy Howe. Yeah. Yeah, we've been we've been close. We we're always here after one of the last people in the locker room. We talk about practice and like the week and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> close. And you got East coming up. Uh, 
Do you, how far in advance do you kind of look at that schedule? I mean, when you start looking at Allen and, and, and Alliance and East and so forth. I mean, uh, we're focused on the game this week. Like next week, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, not worried about so-and-so in week six or so-and-so week nine. Yeah, just week by week do what we got to do to get prepared. Team captain, what was it like earning that accolade? Uh, it was really nice, honestly. I I was, like, I don't know, kind of surprised, but, like, I – I felt like I deserved it, deserve it, but at the same time, like, you know, like, try to be humble about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you come across as a fantastic guy. Uh, cool. I mean, uh, you're a senior, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so, uh, I mean, I, have you thought about college? Or yeah. Where you, are, I mean, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Uh, I'm thinking Cleveland State right now for physical therapy. All right. I'd love to do that, yeah. Yeah, I can, yeah just like I said, I can see you putting your mind to it and, and doing a fabulous job. I don't want to keep you too late because we were kind of joking around. They said you were in film session now. Are you yeah. happy to get out of film session? Uh, well, we just finished. Oh, okay. Some guys are like, oh, man, i got to watch film. But, yeah, I like film. Coach, like, he, he talks. We don't just sit there and stare. Like, we talk about it. It's, like, interactive, so it's, like, not too boring. Yeah, I mean, it's, an inv- I mean, it's, it's a precious commodity to be yeah. able to break down film and break down your opponents and find their tendencies and yeah. just the way they hold their feet, what do they do with their arms. I mean, there's so many things you can pick up, Maybe, you know. This is different compared to, you know, guys get more access the, the bigger you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we wrap up the show, um, I, we always like to have some fun. We call it three and out. A few off-the-wall questions. Ready to shout with us? Um, lighthearted stuff. Um, is Brad Isabella, are you a better dancer or a better singer? Uh, my uh, people in my grade now in sixth grade, I don't know why, I posted this, like, I was like, if I get a certain amount of likes, I'll post this video of me singing, and I did. And most people in my grade school, the video, it's very cringy. But when I was little, I wanted to be, like, a singer when I grew up. Was, yeah. mm. So I, I'm terrible at dancing, so I guess singing. What did you sing when you posted that? Charlie Puth, One Call Away. Yeah, it was, it was bad. And I was I was in the bathroom, staring at the mirror, so you could see me look at myself in the video, like, uh. Hey, you're here today, and you're a team captain. Yeah. You get, yeah. You get, Sometimes you have you have to do that. Um, how about this one? If you're going to win the game, all right, next week against these, you're going to come down to one play. They're either going to throw you a little pass as an offensive tackle, or you're going to make a nice big hit. And maybe the ball pounce out, but one of your teammates pick it up and maybe they run it into the end. So how do you want to end that? Definitely hit on the mud my teammates. <laughs> I'd probably, uh, I'd definitely mess it up trying to run the ball, I think. Um, How about your hands? You're pretty good. You think you could, we said the tight end background yeah. from the get go, so. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't talk. I'd rather be the one blocking. Yeah. That's all, that's all a scheme, folks. But he says that just so we will say if the East coaches or any other yeah. teams listening out there, yeah. it's only yeah. yeah. he's, he's He's actually maybe has the best hands in Trumbull Mahoney County, but we're not going to tell you guys that. And then the final one uh, could be anybody. And your family, uh, who's the best cook in your family? And if you win this weekend, they could present you a meal to celebrate. What would you want? To uh, and what you want to eat? I don't know. I'd say my grandma that I live with and my dad—they're pretty close, like on the different sides. Um, but this winning meal, definitely my dad. Like when he makes steak with like mushrooms and stuff, and then he makes his cheese potatoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm a big cheese potato guy. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom's cheese potatoes—that's that's my my go-to. You can't go around with that. No. So, hey, Brad, I listen, again, I, I love watching you play. And when the coach speaks so highly of you, and they said, you, 
you know, I, I see it come to fruition what you're being able to do out there on the field. But with that said, man, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep helping build this program up. Best to you and your teammates against East this week. All right, thank you. No problem at all. Once again, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Big shout-out, as always, to Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance and Permanians for helping build this program up. As always, put your hand in the file, help each other out, and we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here again on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive.